Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of Stream Queens Podcast, where we review horror films and horror adjacent films that you can stream on the world wide web of internets. I'm your host, Rachel, and joining me is Papa Yaga, aka Mars. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this one was so easy. Yeah. Sometimes I really have to stretch, and there's like a sentence that goes into it, but this one I was just like, as soon as they said Baba Yaga, I was like, Papa Yaga. You know what's so weird is that Baba Yaga came up in two separate occasions the week before I watched this movie, unrelated to this movie. Was one of them John Wick? No, I didn't see because that. that was my my Baba Yaga. Is there the a Baba couple... Yaga in it? Well, they refer to him as like because like he kills like all of the Russian mafia, and they're like Baba Yaga. Oh. <laughs> That's funnier to think of. It's Keanu Reeves, right? Is yes, John Wick. It's funnier to think of him as a Russian grandma demon than me. I think. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column A. <laughs> what were your Baba Yagas? Um, I can't honestly remember why either one came up, but I was well, could it have what, been Ant Man two? That's another Baba Yaga. No, I didn't see that. But what the reason hmm. why I remembered that they came up, even though I can't remember why, is because for some reason I kept being reminded. Two separate things reminded me of. I was picturing like a children's book that I knew I'd read and like preschool about a baba yaga right but i didn't know that baba yaga was like a demony thing because i've read it in the children's book and i remember the children's book being creepy but then i couldn't remember what the children's book was called so then i was on you know how everyone's gonna come to you and i'm like i remember 30 seconds of a movie what movie is this yeah it was the same sort of thing where i was like oh i'm remembering just vague pieces of this book about a the baba yaga but it was a children's book somehow even though she still like eight children it was oh. like one of those creepy old fairy tale oh. books. I wonder which, all right, listeners, what's the answer? Tell us about the Baba Yaga yeah. child, children's book. But it was like an illustrated, but it was one of those, because, I mean, it was probably published in, like, you know, the 70s or the 80s, where for some reason it was excusable to make those really detailed, highly disturbing children's images, you know, yeah. children's book images. Yeah. So it, I remember it being like that. Like, it wasn't like big balloony characters. It was like, you know, the really super detailed kind of creepy. Sounds awesome. Type books. But I can't remember what it was called. And then, ah! you know, yeah. <laughs> so twice before this movie, I was on the internet, like Google image searching various like search terms for like Baba Yaga <laughs> children book. And then I just gave up because nothing was, like, ringing a bell. And then I was like, whatever, I'm just going to watch the movie. And then it was a Baba Yaga. And I was like, son of a bitch! The what universe is, with the Baba is like, Yaga? trying to get, talk to you. Like, what is the universe trying to tell you? Maybe it is my destiny to be a Baba Yaga. And it's just letting me know. <laughs> I mean, you said you wanted a new job. <laughs> That's true. And I'm already kind Baba of a Yaga grandma. Baba Yaga is always hiring. You, know? <laughs> you don't even or have that, like, any specific skills. Just, like, you know, rage, murderous rage, and you're good to go. <laughs> Work from home. Wait for someone to knock on your door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Is the Baba Yaga Corporation hiring copywriters? Because I think I just came up with a slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we better not put this in the podcast. We're going to steal your idea. I oh, yeah, see him. Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> well, today we're going to be reviewing a, a, a spoiler alert, a Baba Yaga movie called Don't Knock Twice. Ooh. It's a, a movie that does for door knockers what Bloody Mary did for mirrors and sleepovers. And no, I don't mean making me pee my pants in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get started, Mars. 
can you do me a solid and remind the listeners of our spoiler policy? We are going to spoil everything. Oh, we already yes. kind of gave it away that it's a Baba Yaga, but I mean. But is it though? Uh, twist. It's, twist. Yeah. Twist. twist. Maybe. <laughs> um, but we are going to spoil the whole thing. So if you haven't watched it, then now is the time for you to pause and go watch it and then come back and listen to us talk about the thing that you just watched. Yes. Good times. Good times for all to be had. <laughs> other other disclaimer, Rachel and I are both drinking during this one. Yeah, it's so Friday night, motherfucker! It's Friday, and it's been quite a week for the both of us, so... <laughs> we earned it, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I... um, if this gets a little different towards the end, <laughs> that's why. And you're welcome in advance. <laughs> <laughs> so, how have you been? What have you been up to? I've been good. Um, not a whole lot, to be honest. Job okay. hunting. Yeah. Job hunting. If anyone wants to hire someone to work from home to do pretty much anything, I guess. Like, <laughs> I've got a wide range of transferable skills. That is so true. Let me know. Oh, I guess the other thing that was um, exciting that happened today was uh, my cat Alice made a Lionel Richie sound. Wait, wait, wait what? Yeah, so she was trying to scream at me for attention. Oh my god! I love and then Alice. she was trying to turn around at the same time, but she was like spatially confused and kept kind of turning into things. She didn't run into anything, but it was like every time she turned, there was a new object there that she wasn't aware of. <laughs> so she didn't stop meowing, but she was reacting at the same time. So instead of like her meow, it came out as meow. <laughs> but it had that weird, like, Lionel Richie, like, kind of, like, thick, you know, that, oh, 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 like, oh my god. Oh my god, you, I, I, were you recording? Like, this, that was your money right there. I know, that's That how... shit would have gone viral. I know, Lionel Richie cat. The one time you didn't have a camera on your cat. I know. <laughs> well, but how have you been? I've been good. Um, I went down to LA to visit our friend um, Beerly, who we were all just in Portland together, and uh, went and saw a bunch of drag queens, which is, you know, like the two things that I'm most passionate about in life are cats and drag queens, and so it was a great weekend because she also had kittens. <gasps> yeah. Did they get new kittens or was she kitten sitting? She's um, fostering. Um, that's probably it. Yeah, I got to play with kittens and get to like see some of my favorite drag queens and they were amazing as usual. I also saw some like lower tier celebrities just sort of like walking around LA, which oh. is always... LA is weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird to just like look around and be like, oh, I've seen you on TV lots. That's weird. But I yeah. pretend like I don't know who you are because I don't want to be like that person that's freaking out. But like, you know, they know, you know. Right. So well, it's like super awkward and like, ugh, we play, we, why are we doing this dance? You know, I know who you are, but I, why am I pretending like I don't know? But I don't actually know you. So that's weird if I act like I know you. Where were we? Um, Back I to just, the notes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. I feel warmed up. You feel warmed up? Yep. All right. So this was a Mars pick. What made you decide to pick Don't Knock Twice? Uh, it had been on my list for a while, and I picked it because I put it on my list initially because the picture was really creepy. Yeah, it is. And I thought it had promise, and then I just sort of, you know, I, I've i talked a lot about how I have my very systematic yeah. movie-watching processes, mm -hmm. so it just hadn't come up yet. And then um, last week, 
when I found out you hadn't seen it, I always have to take those opportunities because you, I, majority of the time, the movies I pick you've already seen and you're, you know, oh yeah, let's watch it again, talk about it, it'll be fun. And it is. But every time I get one that you haven't seen, I'm like, ah, I did it. I found one. (laughs) Yeah, I had not seen this one. And this is one that like, when I was doing like a year in roundup, was on my list to watch, but never got around to it. Like it didn't quite make the cut. I ran out of time. So when you suggested it, I was like, oh yeah, this is one I missed. So I was like kind of ha- excited to double back and check it out, especially because it stars Katie Sackhoff, who I love um, from her Battlestar Galactica days. She was the best part of Battlestar Galactica. Not that you care about that because I've you're not a huge it. nerd. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Bears. Beats. Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, why don't we get into the synopsis? Uh, yeah. Awesome. Go for it. So it starts out in... Uh in an office with Jess, the main character played by a Kitty Sackoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, her husband. Yeah. I believe. Poor ben. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and um, so I've taken to watching the movies with subtitles because I've realized that seeing the name and hearing the name at the same time is what makes me remember oh, the names. Oh, okay, okay. So, so I'm getting better. I'm okay. getting better. Um, anyway, Jess and Ben are in this office talking with a social worker because um, Jess years years ago had left her daughter in a home like a group home mm-hmm. um which it didn't seem like it was like an adoption sort of situation just sort of like a group home scenario i kind of feel like it was a cps situation where she got her kid taken oh well she said that she was my left guess. her at mm, one maybe. point but anyway <clears throat> regardless and so she's uh, now that she's moved back to the uk permanently she's trying to um get custody and she wants to know if she can stay sometimes with her and get to know her again and that's when they bring in chloe almost didn't get it oh, chloe look at you go i know <laughs> i wanted to call her jess again i don't that doesn't that's it, not right it feels, doesn't it feel like their name should actually be reversed yeah like it mom definitely seems does. more like a chloe and daughter feels more like a jess she but, does yeah no. you're mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um so chloe comes in and she's not very receptive she's doesn't want just to contact her she doesn't want to see her etc um and from there sorry i always get the beginning and the end and then the middle parts i always get a little jump so the whole thing yeah <laughs> yeah in that order um so jess goes home and uh is this where we go to the sculpting or do we follow chloe first i don't remember now uh... i watched this movie i watched this movie two times I mean, I think it's fine either. I would yeah. say, let, maybe, I think it does go with her, and then it does. We, and then yeah. we see the mom. Yeah. Yeah. So we see Chloe talking with her best friend, Danny. Correct. Danny? Danny. And they, he tells her that, you know, have you been by Mary's house? You should, we should go by Mary's house. And um, in the background, we witness some kids playing uh, Ding Dong Ditch, uh, which the first time I watched it, I couldn't remember the name ding dong ditch in my head i called it doorbell dash which is <laughs> close that sounds like a like a, a knockoff delivery service right where it's just like you putting your phone number out there being like i'll bring you shit <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway they witnessed some kids playing ding dong ditch and that makes them talk about mary's house and how they should go there and chloe's saying you know you know i hate going there but they go there anyway we get some more information about how Mary took Michael, you know, yeah. and how, and the, the legend that if you knock on the door twice, it's once, once to wake 
Uh huh. Wake her. And then wants to bring her. Wants to like summon her. Yeah. 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 And it's this like urban legend, you know, kind of thing. And so uh, Chloe is just not. She's not into it. She just doesn't want to be there. She doesn't want to do this. But Danny is trying to show her, like, yeah, it's, you know, aren't you? It's no big deal or whatever. So he knocks twice on the Black Philip door oh, knocker. Oh, Danny. I you know. dumbass. <laughs> Which, Which I, when you see the devil door knocker you do, on the one building in the busted ass lot, you do not knock. You keep it moving. That is the equivalent of the shark's house. Okay. That's Baba Yaga's house. Literally. Don't right? go there. Don't put yourself on the plate. She's advertised. The instructions of how to not call her after you. Right. She's made it publicly known. You know, it's like, it's like when you put in those like shoplifters will be prosecuted signs, and then a shoplifter's prosecuted, and you're like, D- I told you, like I posted it. It's right. Come on. So of course, uh, Danny does it, and then Chloe does it. Danny plays a prank on her. She's just on edge. You know, doesn't want to be there. Um, from there, we go to Jess. In her now, I keep trying to reverse their names. Uh, Before we move on, I just want to say how creepy the faces and the window. I will say for whatever we end up saying about this movie, I'm not sure how you feel about it, but that part where she first sees her looking out the window is creepy AF. Yeah. yeah. I, I first I was sitting in one seat when I first watched it, and it's like not the good movie seat to watch horror movies in because like if I sit slightly to an angle, like you see so much more details. I was sitting there and then like my cat was being a dumbass. I like moved. And so I had to rewind a little bit and I was like, Oh my God, there's a face in the window. (laughs) I had similar experience. I started the first time I watched it. I didn't realize the brightness was turned down on my screen. So I missed like a lot of stuff. And then the second time I was like, Oh, I can make this brighter. And then I saw the face. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see that the first time. Yeah. There she is. Yeah. Okay. So then we go to Jess's sculpting studio where she's sculpting a woman named Tira and her baby. Mm -hmm. And when we first come in, she's removing the face off of her sculpture because it's not right. You know? Yeah. And um, very aggressive move. Yeah, yeah, she's real disappointed in that baby face. <laughs> and, uh, Kira, I mean, Tira, right, she leaves with the baby and she gives, um, Jess a necklace because Jess has been talking to her about how Chloe doesn't seem to want to get to know her and she doesn't, she's not being receptive and doesn't want to hang out with Jess. And so, you know, their session is over. Tira hands the baby to, Jess goes to change, and when she comes back, she's got this necklace that she just kind of puts down around Jess's neck, and she says, it's called a, I don't remember now, Talus? Yeah, I think it is Talus. Yeah, a Talus. that's right. And she she said, it'll help your daughter to see how much you love her. I have a lot of questions about Tiro when we get to the end. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, and, oh, because Ben has come in, and he's told uh, Jess, you know, you need to get ready to leave for this evening event thing whatever i don't want to be late so um they leave and that's when we go back to chloe i feel like something got cut from the movie around their relationship kind of because there's really really weird tension here that they're setting up with this like i want you to be ready in 20 minutes and then he's kind of a dick in the kitchen later but then it never really resolves into anything yeah so I'm wondering, do you think it was something that got cut, or it's just like a weird non sequitur? I want to say it's something that got cut, but so then it's intentional. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
with this movie what was intentional and what just happened and what was possibly just overlooked. Gotcha. Fair. 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 Uh, yeah, but we do get the sense of him, like, like, of Jess having had a history of making him late. So it seems like a work event of some sort, like a work dinner or whatever. Like, just that was the sense I got off of it, that yeah. he's tired of her making him late to these benefit dinners or something or whatever, you know. Um, but then we go back with Chloe at the home, and she's in, like, the little kitchen unit thing. And one of the people who works there i don't really social worker possibly i don't know but he comes in and tells her like hey can we use this room and she says yes and he closes the door behind him oh i skipped a whole thing yeah i did yep we go to danny yeah we go to danny who's in his apartment and someone knocks twice at his door and then some really genuinely creepy stuff happens yes it's like a better version of Lights Out for a few minutes here. That's what I... That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I see where we're going with this. I like this. Like, the part where you see the reflection of the Baba Yaga for the first time and the way her hands are kind of, like, yeah. held out. It, like, it's really... It's a quick flash, but I was like, oh, shit! That yeah. is creepy. That is good character design. And yeah. I, throughout this movie, really liked the character design of the Baba Yaga. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Solid. From whatever, you know, conception, design, to execution, mm-hmm. to solid monster. Really creepy. Solid monster. Yeah. So he, his, like, closet door kind of opens or something, but there's a mirror and it reflects, it's got, in the reflection, it's the Baba Yaga, and he whirls around, she's gone. He goes to the door and the lights click off in the hallway. That part is of his creepy. Yes! And then when it comes back on, she's like, it's like just the light at the very end of that hallway, and she's standing there in that twisted posture, and oh Ugh. my god, it's so yeah. creepy. It's so yeah, it's creepy. it's good. It's good. So he, and then an eye appears real close, and it says, you know, run. And he's in his room, and there's like a figure of a woman in the corner in the dark telling him to get out and to run, and he's just trying to turn on the light, and when he does, there's nothing there. And, uh, and then Chloe calls him on their FaceTime video chat thing Mm -hmm. which i mean i just i don't know i don't understand i feel like enough people say that that's an unusual way to just start a conversation with some you know like is anybody really that commonly just straight up skype calling people without like a text message like hey do you want to skype you know what i mean i feel like enough people say that kind of stuff that it's strange that it still keeps showing up yeah i mean literally the only person i know that skypes are People who, like, are Skyping cross-country or something. Yeah, and even then, normally it's scheduled. Like, you say, like, hey, let's have a Skype call because I want to see you, you know, whatever. You don't just, I feel like calling Danny and then do a FaceTime or something, you know? Like, that's, I don't know anybody who does that. And I mean, I have fed friends that I don't live near at all who want to do Skype conversations because it's nice to see each other, you know? But then you're right, there's a date. Yeah, we schedule it, you know? Like, we pick out a time that you don't just, like... Skype someone, you know, I've seen it in movies where they're just Skyping to be like, hey, you free later? I was going to come by. Okay, bye. You know, like just regular conversation stuff. That's a nightmare scenario to me. Like, I wouldn't answer. No. no. (laughs) Like, I'd be like, you can text me if it's that important. I would be like, decline text, are you dead? Yeah. (laughs) Was that a 911 Skype? Because what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Are you in a trunk and that was the only button you could reach? You can Skype me from a trunk. I'll tell you that. If you were ever kidnapped and, like, the only way you can get a hold of me is via Skype, you don't have to plan it ahead. You can Skype me. And I will assume if I get a random Skype from you, you are Skyping from inside a trunk. Right. And if I answer it and you're not... (laughs) 
fights. Oh. <laughs> Nubian fights. <laughs> that is inappropriate behavior. Right? You crossed the line. <laughs> Anywho, so Anywho. um Chloe calls Danny and they are talking via video on their um laptops when Chloe hears a knock at the door and so she's like, Oh, just one second and she leaves and that's when Danny is taken. And we watch it through Chloe's computer screen, and we yeah. watch him get sucked out the, while, like, you know, lifted and sucked out the doorway. And she comes back, and he's not there, and so she's doing, Danny, Danny, and then a face appears real close to the camera screaming. Yeah. yeah. And that's when she's in the kitchen, and the guy, uh, the social This part worker, is also really creepy. Agreed, yeah. yeah. They were coming in to, like, clean the room or something. Yeah, and, uh... And so she says, you know, oh, just one second and I'll be out. And he closes the door and then she was just in there, right? Like, it wasn't like... Yeah, she was just in there. She was going to grab her phone and it was by the sink and the sink yeah. turns on. And then the sink turns on and it's blood and mm -hmm. it's dark. And then she backs away. Baba Yaga hands start coming out of the sink. Mm -hmm. And it's so, it's so creepy. And she mm -hmm. can't get out. So she's banging on the door and she's screaming. And the guy comes back and opens it and everything's fine. You know, obviously he doesn't... The blood is gone. The Baba Yaga is gone. And she leaves, yeah. which takes us back to Jess and Ben, who are asleep. And Jess wakes up and she says, you know, I think someone's here or whatever. And it's Chloe, who has run away to see if she could stay with them because she thinks she'll be safe there. And uh, we have awkward mother and daughter conversations where she's oh, trying yes. to be, you know, Jess is trying to be open and like yeah this is let's build a relationship and chloe's like i literally am just here because there's a demon grandma following me that's that's what it took <laughs> to get me here like you know your relationship's in a bad place when you're like it's either you or the demon grandma mm -hmm. monster you're like uh, i guess you edge out demon grandma monster <laughs> you're like i i mean i really i made my pro and cons list on the bus ride over here and you just edged out the demon grandma monster yeah <laughs> it was that's rough yeah Stain. yeah i mean all we're really getting from this is that chloe wants to or chloe doesn't want the relationship just does you know yeah. we're just getting that reinforced and yeah. ben is just weirdly like there and like yeah. kind of nice but not also at times the other thing that i think is really interesting is until the soup scene did you notice we never see his face like the camera he's either blurry or he's like cut out of frame yeah. Which makes me feel like there was something they were trying to get at with this character. Like, like there was sort of everybody else outside the sort of inner, like, inner circle of her and her mother were sort of out like, of, like, they were out of focus, which I thought was really interesting. And so then when Ben's face was showed up in the kitchen, I was like, oh, oh, I guess we're abandoning this. Okay. Well... I mean, we'll get into it, but that seems to be the general theme of the movie. <laughs> fair, fair. Let's do this for a while and then just completely disregard it for the rest of the movie. Totally fair. <laughs> yeah. So Chloe's now staying with Jess. They have a soup of some sort, and Chloe Carrot and coriander that looked hella good. I did not think the same thing oh, <laughs> personally. You, you know why? Because I love a smooth soup. Like, oh, it see, like I a, hate that. Really, like a tomato I'm soup broth all the way oh. if it's no i hate tomato soup oh that's like the only soup i like <laughs> Ugh, no like a um like a basil creamy tomato soup nope no nope. oh, i've got to be able to see through the broth or i'm not drinking I'm really not you're it. like yeah. sure there's a tooth down in the bottom hiding i just it's the well now i am 
You're like, what are, why, why do you have to be so opaque? What are you hiding? What are you hiding from me? Why do you feel like you need to be all creamy? Why can't I see the bottom of the bowl? It's just, yeah, right. (laughs) All right, moving on. Mm -hmm. Carrot and coriander soup. Yep. Um, So she hallucinates some blood and a tooth and she throws the soup and, and then we see Ben's face for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he makes a joke about maybe she didn't like coriander. Roasted. I'm pretty much, I mean, all this stuff that kind of is just building up on Jess and Chloe, you know, Chloe not really warming up and being really, she's, they're trying to portray her as kind of like a rebellious kid. You know, she's got like the half braided hair. Yeah. That's how you know. If only half your head is braided, you are a wild child. I Yeah. Cause breaking all the rules. You want some under eyeliner. Forget about it. That's a troubled child. Although I will say in the end when she's wearing that sleep shirt that has the skull print and it says It's pretty good. Stop killing my vibe or whatever. Yeah, bitch, quit killing my yeah, vibe. Yeah, I actually really would like to own that shirt. Yeah. I'm a fan of that shirt. Yeah. Um anyway, I'm blanking on what happens. Is well, it just I think we have a couple of moments where like they're like in the art studio together and there seems to be some like warming up between the mother and daughter until when she's like not looking, the statues move and she blames the daughter and then the, the place gets trashed and she blames the daughter. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ben has just taken off on a, on a business trip that they have another argument about where, you know, Jess is like, well, I thought we talked about this. No more trips or something. You oh, know? right. Ben's bounced. That's yeah. Right. And so he takes off anyway and leaves them in the house alone. Jess has a nightmare where she sees an old woman crying in the hallway who then slits her own throat and they, right. Chloe comes in with water because she heard her screaming, and they discuss it. She was, like, really open with immediately describing this horrific nightmare. Like, excuse me, I just burped again. I mean, they I don't... kind of took it as, like, oh, my God, her daughter's actually engaging for the first time. And so she was kind of like, well, she's talking to me, so, like. I guess take advantage. I mean, that's what I was thinking, because at first I kind of was like, wow, that's a lot of information. Yeah, but then Devin Ryden. But, like, she's probably really desperate for her to, like, give her some attention. And she, they both fall asleep in the bed and wake up and Jess has that moment where she's, like, watching her daughter sleep and then pretends to be asleep as Chloe's waking up. And then she tries to be like, oh, looks like we slept in. And because she thinks they bonded, but Chloe's, you know, in the bright light of day is not having it still. And she leaves. And this is where uh, Tira comes back, right? They hear a knock at the door and Chloe's alarmed, but it's Tira because she had a session with Jess and so they're in the studio and Chloe appears with coffee and Tira is alarmed immediately and then she's like I have to go I have to go and then she tells Jess that there's like a darkness around Chloe and she belongs to someone else and Mm, leaves not good not good they have the big blow up where she damages like all of her art right and she thinks yeah And so, and the daughter thinks that she's going to get sent away. And I'll be honest, like, this actually, I think, was one of the best scenes of the movie. Because up until this point, I was kind of, like, not invested in these people at all. But when she has the conversation with her about, like, how much she loves her, like, at first I'm kind of like, okay, this is corny. But, like, as it went on, I was kind of like, okay, I actually kind of care about this now. Yeah. (laughs) Which I know is, I don't know, maybe I'm corny, but, like, it it did, like, kind of resonate for me a little like when she was talking about like when you when you were a thousand miles away I loved you and I loved yeah. you and I loved you know, like I was just like oh okay now I'm kind of invested in this which yeah when we get to the end bums me out because I feel like they don't fully pay like they, they do the work here and then they don't pay it off yeah 
Yeah. This is a bummer. Uh, this is also the part where we learn the backstory that Jess was partying a lot when she had Chloe, and that's what either she was taken away or Jess decided to leave her. I was under the impression that she'd given her I think up. You're right. she said, I think you're actually right. I thought you were safer with someone else or something like that. And uh, Chloe recalls the story of when her mom had a party and a bunch of like high and drunk people painted animals on her walls and stuff, yeah. you know, and that's where we kind of learned she had problems i see i don't remember anything until they start taking Um, the doors down yeah i think that's kind like that's basically what happens next like she doesn't really believe her and then they shit oh she does all her crazy research where she's just printed off pictures of and she's explaining the necessary exposition dump to understand what's happening yeah about they give us a twisty twist the whole thing about Mary and how she took Michael and then we meet the detective who's coming in to check on Chloe just to make sure she's okay. And we learn that he did the, you know, was the one who worked the case until it was closed and how they never had proof and whatever, but that he believed them and all this business. Who, um, this detective, I understand that he is ultimately not guilty, but he needed to take like a sensitivity training seminar or something because he was not very good ethically at his job like no. i don't think you're supposed no, 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 to no. scream no. at people like that you know no, no 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 yeah um so then spooky things start happening just start seeing that like something is coming for chloe uh so they go to the park right to meet up with tira again or is this after the doors uh, i'm getting all the parts mixed up yeah now. they burn the doors and there's actually like a really cool shot where they're they're burning the doors on one side and they're standing in front or standing behind yeah. the fountain and mm-hmm. the fountain is like picking up the light of the fire so it looks like sparks so it almost looks like the two of them are standing together in the fire yeah which is actually a really cool shot it was really cool and this actually comes after the first time we see Baba Yaga crawl out from under the bed right because she's yeah in the house and Chloe's trying to you know close her, close herself into her bedroom but the baba yaga's in there and that's when we see the the monster fully which it's just solid monster right oh which my is gosh. that thing where normally you're like when you see the monster it loses some magic and like i i think it's still a really cool solid monster design even when you see it in the full light of that room yeah yeah it was mm-hmm. good so then um in a perfectly sane act here's what i don't i understand okay in a panic moment you get an idea and maybe you follow through right but it had to have taken hours to take all those doors down and burn them and not once did either of them have the, the like the idea of like oh wait owning a door is not what allows the baba yaga in right yeah. like possession of door is not the the thing that brings the monster into the house the monster is coming anyway right like knocking on the door is just like it's creepy little way to get you off balance but still they burn all the doors and then decide they're just gonna leave anyway you know like yeah they're leaving and they're talking about passports and stuff and like well why did you just burn all the doors if you weren't even gonna stay there i don't i don't follow this logic here but whatever but as they're trying to leave chloe is lifted off the ground and thrown into a like a cupboard shelf thing which just further proves my point that having a door is not the thing that causes the the monster to come into the house so they go to the park to try to find tira because she's the only one who has like you know the information or whatever uh-huh and uh chloe gets guilty i guess i don't know she says something like this is because of me and then runs away and uh goes back to the group home and tira's told jess like you know the only way to get to 
get this to go away is to clear Mary's name because these kids said that it was she was the one who took Michael, but she wasn't. So if you can clear her name, then she'll stop coming for you or whatever. And um, Jess does not really look for Chloe, which I also found baffling. You know, like she no- notices Chloe's gone and then is like, well, guess I'll go home. And I'm just kind of like, I, don't you feel like something got cut right there? It had to have been. It doesn't make sense that the, we're just suddenly in front of the like CPS tribunal. Yeah, well, she finds the statue face, right? And then she oh, goes right. into her her studio because, you know, she's thinking, well, this is Mary's sign leading me in the right direction. That's when she finds the case file, which makes it start looking like it was the detective. But then, yeah, now she's in front of the tribunal and nobody's searching. Like, the whole thing where Chloe just ran and nobody seemed that concerned, right? Uh-huh. Like, Jess, who's been trying to build a relationship with her daughter and now knows that a demon is coming for her, just kind of, like, glances around and is like, oh, she gone, and then gets in the car and moves on with the day, right? Yeah. But she's And then she's now in front of this council saying how much she wants Chloe, and the council's like, you know, like, this is not going well, and you can't take care of her. And that's when she sees a picture of the detective with the kids, which it's like, we already talked about how involved he is with these kids, but she's looking at it like, wait he knows the children and she's you know getting this idea of you know it was him whatever yeah i mean and i was kind of like oh it's totally him you know i i was pretty confident that it was gonna be him i i was gonna be surprised if it was him you were just yeah i I don't really only because i was like this is feels very by the numbers like of course it's him and i I think maybe I didn't have, didn't expect the movie to be very ambitious, let's say. And so I thought for sure I had, I had, I had solved it. (laughs) (laughs) So really the joke's on me. I guess what I'm saying. (laughs) I just, I don't know. It felt too like they were leaving the peanut butter M&M trail out of the shed. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like they were being too like. Short of having some sort of, like, poster on the wall with arrows pointing at him that was like, he's been known to kidnap kids. You know, I felt like, it just felt too, like, I was supposed to think it was him. Yeah, I think I've watched too many, like, mysteries, because this is, like, how they all resolve, was you see, like, a picture on the wall, and you're like, oh, it's all coming together now. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I fell prey to that, I think. Uh... So she gets Chloe back, right? Like, Chloe goes back with her? Well, yeah, she, like, goes upstairs and snaps her. Yeah, and has her very briefly. <laughs> yeah, so they're leaving, and Chloe's like, "Oh, thanks for coming back for me." While she's standing on delivery service doors that are in the sidewalk, and then they open, and that was a good little surprise. I didn't see it that was. coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Jess is trying to get into the building that she thinks Chloe's been taken into, right? And steps she gets... on. Oh yeah! Oh, steps on yes. the board with the ah! rusted nails. <laughs> I thought of you. I was like, soft tissue damage. <laughs> that was really upsetting. Even though, yeah. like, all it was was like blood and shoe. Like, I have you ever stepped on a nail? No, I totally have. It's one of my deep-rooted fears, though. I've was, never done it, but I'm so scared to. I was a little kid. I was running away from my dad because he was going to throw a snowball at me, and I stepped on a freaking board with a nail in it. Uh, the closest like came. I was at the the beach once, and we were trying to build like a like a beach bonfire. And I found a two by four that had nails in it, and I was trying to bend them over by stepping on them because I don't know, I'm stupid at times. And I was wearing like Converse sneakers, oh, and no. it popped right through, but it went right between my toes. <gasps> oh, 
it, it, was, it was at that moment that I was like, oh, this is a bad idea. <laughs> All yeah. right. Yeah, it's not good. It's it's bad times to step on a nail. You may be shocked to hear. Oh, I, I can can't. confirm. It's not good. This is a, a sort of tangent story, but I was when I went to high school, when I went to high school, when I was in high school, there was this girl that I kind of vaguely knew. I mean, you know how it is with high yeah. schools where you kind of vaguely know everybody. Yeah. And she had stepped on a toothpick and had to go to- <gasps> No, 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 no. Went to the doctor, got it removed, you know, healed up. But it was like months later and it was still hurting. So she went back and it turns out the toothpick had broken in half and they didn't know it. So they removed half. The other half had healed into her foot, like beneath the wound. So they had to do surgery to remove the second half. No, I don't like it. And she wasn't on the track team. So as soon as it had healed, she'd been running and jumping and stuff. You're making like my butt pucker. Oh, that's horrifying. I have a worse one. Oh, God. This one, I don't I don't know the person that this happened to. I just made the mistake of deciding I was brave enough to look at what is for sure a cursed image. But it was a girl who had a really messy bedroom, and she stepped on her uh, MacBook charger, the plug, uh-huh. and the plug went into her foot. Like the rounded, you know, the ones that go oh. into the wall outlet. And I looked at the picture, Rachel. Oh, no. Slide Don't look show. at the picture. Cursed image. It is a cursed image. Oh, no. That's so upsetting. And there are no buttons to gift to give it away. It will stay with you. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. I can only imagine because that's like a doll. Yeah. Puncture. Yeah. It was something like she tripped over something and and when she fell, she tried to place a foot to catch herself and it was right on that plug. Oh. And so it was her whole body weight coming down oh. on it. Oh, God. Yeah. It's like the time I sewed through my finger with my sewing <gasps> machine. I still. <sighs> yeah. I, I'm still like side eye that machine sometimes. And I don't remember. Like, it's tasted your blood. <laughs> it has. It's thirsty. It wants more. <laughs> That's how you do things like wake Ouija boards and stuff is yeah. you let it taste blood. Yep, the sewing machine is alive. It is with us now. And it is hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay, so let's wrap this sucker up. She's stepped on nails. The police are coming. She's yelling to Baba Yaga to be like, just give me time. You know, oh, it's the Baba Yaga's house. I just realized that's the house she's breaking into. There's like the most gross moment of the entire movie. I'm not surprised. I realize why you want to skip past this, but we must discuss. Footblood 2019. (laughs) You do it. So she decides she's going to write a message before she gets snatched up by the Baba Yaga because she managed to knock on the door knock twice, right? So she knows Baba's coming. Um, And she decides to use the one liquid at her disposal, which happens to be footblood. So she, like, sits on the sink and just, like, tears at her foot until it fills the sink with blood and she can use it to write, like, you know where to find me on the wall. But there's, like, I don't know, 17 money shots of her foot, like, court with blood pouring out of it. I legitimately did not remember that happened. (laughs) (laughs) You blocked it out! I 
I do now remember it, but I legitimately, my brain went to stepping on nails to the police are here. That was it. That's, that's what my version of the movie was. I had forgotten entirely that that happened. Oh no. Like you, yeah, you just completely disassociated, like full DID moment. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. But I thought of you, I was like, oh, poor Mars. And I watched it twice. That means my brain blocked it out both times. Like, I wonder if it just, like, turned to static on your... Like, like, you mentally turned it to static. Like, your brain was like, and no, absolutely not. We will not be doing this today. Like, the aliens just plucked me for, like, four minutes. (laughs) Like, she doesn't need this. She doesn't need this. Put her back. All right. Uh, move on yeah well it wasn't some graphic foot action for you it was bad now i remember it (laughs) sorry mars Uh... (laughs) um so the police come and they take her away she knocks twice it's coming for her she's in the interrogation room with the detective where she starts accusing him of being the one you know and uh he leaves and then the room gets dark, and the Baba Yaga comes and transports down the wall. Yeah. Then we get into some like full dark, like fairy tale situation. Here. Yeah. So it releases her from the interrogation room, but into the woods. You yeah. know, it, like transports her or whatever. So she's wandering the woods, and that's when Danny's ghost appears and starts kind of like leading her. Yeah. Through the woods to the house the mary's house right meanwhile chloe's in a cage in that basement and she's seeing like visions of the past i guess where she sees michael but he's you know a little kid and then she sees the baba yaga eat him Mm -hmm. and jess saves chloe right yes they go back to the house am i missing anything major um yes they (laughs) actually yes so they um yeah so we get to see him get eat eated eaten you said there we go that's the word i'm looking for uh, <laughs> we, uh, he done good eat good yeah num, don't num. include that please yeah okay um right sorry i am a little buzzed oh, actually um, i need to open a second white okay here. open your open your beverage what the fuck happened okay. oh yeah okay so right 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 so they he the kid gets eaten they escape there's like a little chase scene with baba yaga in the like cage oh. and it's really creepy and like she's about to get them except for then somebody knocks and the detective comes. It turns out the detective. And the detective ends up getting took by yeah. Baba Yaga. And they, and the mom, uh, Jess just, like, watches it and lets it happen. Like, she does, yeah. he begs for help, but she won't help him. And then we get into the final, final scene. Yeah, we get back to the house, and Jess is like, Weird shit fucking happens it. at this point. Like, it turns into a different movie. And... Oh, right, because Ben comes back. Yeah. And his house has no doors. And he's... <laughs> Which I honestly laughed out loud when he played. I did, too. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, your wife is like, my estranged daughter that I gave up to a home, and you're like, okay, and then you leave on a business trip, and you're like, they'll bond. This will be good time for them. And you come back, and your house has no fucking doors. No doors! <laughs> of all like... this shit, like, not burnt down. No, Just not no doors! <laughs> like, not really trashed. Like, there's some trashed debris, but it's not like the whole house has been ransacked or something. Yeah. It's like, just no fucking doors. That's so weird. Yeah, some serious like, crazy pants stuff. Like, I would immediately assume, like, oh, there was, like, definitely some sort of gas leak in here and they went insane. Like, yeah. that's absolutely what happened. They did oh, yeah. mushrooms while I was gone. Uh-huh. So he comes in and we see, like, a blurred human form that we don't know who it is standing in his in his house and he just does the the really classic like what are you doing here before we cut away and we don't yeah. know who it was or whatever mm-hmm. um so jess 
calls Tira to be like, I did a thing, you know, can you help us? We need to meet up. And Tira's currently walking out of her house covered in blood. And we find out that she's killed Ben and he's in the trunk of her car and she's taking back the uh, case file thing. And then you uh, see like a weird like brand disappear from her chest. Yeah, yeah. Because it was stated earlier that the Baba Yaga has to have a human slave who will have a mark, you know, or whatever. So we see the mark, and that's when we realize that Tira was the human slave. West! Yeah. And then they get back to the house, and she, you know, Jess tells Chloe, like, yeah, it was the detective who took Michael, and now everything's okay. And Chloe's like... No, but he was always our friend, and he was always checking up on us. Um, so then we do the thing where Jess has, like, a flashback montage of all the interactions with the detective. But normally that is supposed to be like, oh, now I see it in a different light. But this was, like, literally just replaying the exact moments. Right. And it kind of lost me because I've had – I mean, I've ex- I've gone for that ride before where you see things in one right. way. In the beginning, you're like, oh, totally guilty. And then you see them – re in this new light and you're like oh man how did i ever think he was guilty you know but this was just like you know showing it again and being like yeah that's the same as it was (laughs) the first time (laughs) and maybe it was because maybe for me i don't know if you also experienced this for me being that i didn't think it was him in the first place it might have been my experience of just being like yeah duh (laughs) (laughs) i was just kind of i i didn't have the yeah duh because it did trick me but I was kind of like, I don't, like, I don't know that it was, I've seen that's a trope that you see yeah. a lot of times where you get the montage, like you get like the, yeah, like, but it, for some reason it didn't quite land. And maybe that's exactly what it is, is it was like, it wasn't presented in a new way. It was just presented as like a flashback. Yeah. It just felt like we were just seeing, we were just being reminded of the fact that he existed in the th- the moments that she had, you know, yeah. whatever. So it didn't, it didn't work for me as well as i've had that same thing happen you know work in the past but anywho like they really thought they were pulling the wool but it was kind of like right right it's not like like you know the sixth sense when it goes back over all the interactions with his wife and you're like oh Oh, he totally wasn't there you know like oh that's what that okay you know it wasn't that at all it was just rehashing like remember all the times you talked to him here they are again yeah there's that picture that is you know anyway yeah so she realizes that he was innocent and that she was being tricked into committing a, a truly evil act so that she could take the slave's place and then that's the movie yeah yeah i don't know about that ending um i don't know what did you think of this movie um for me it's like scale of one to ten it's a five because mm-hmm. so much about this movie I actually thought was real solid. Right. You know, like, the acting was good. The dialogue was good. We didn't get any of that horrible dialogue that we talk about all the time where we're like, yeah. people who like each other do not interact like this. Right. You know? And there was, you know, the effects were good. The yeah. production value was good. Yep. The sets were good. There was so much about this movie that was actually really solid. It just felt flat with the plot. Yeah. Like, we were missing elements of plot that would have made the story better. Mm-hmm. So I've got to give it. So, I mean, like, I wasn't wholly disappointed. I wasn't like, well, that was a waste of my time. But right. it's also not one that probably, like, if someone came to me and was like, oh, I saw this Don't Knock Twice on Netflix. I was thinking about watching it. And my reaction would be like, eh, it's okay. You know? Like, I would never recommend this movie. But, like, it's. I feel like it's a movie that's better if you stumble on it and you have zero expectations. Yeah. 
because I had very low expectations. I had not heard really great things about it, but I was like, Katie Sackhoff, I'm in, fuck it. Um, and so I think that worked in my favor because I'm like you, I am like very much of two minds when it comes to this movie. Like I would say it's like a six. Okay. I would go slightly, because I, I, there were things like, I feel like there's a really good movie in this movie but it never comes together. And it's like around the issues, like what I was talking about with like the themes where they set up some interesting dynamics between the mother and the daughter. And it seems like what the story is supposed to be is kind of like a dark fairy tale about like the power of a mother's love or that Mm -hmm. power of like a maternal daughter bond. And there was something interesting to that. Like, and I was, I was invested, especially when we got to the scene where like, um, Jess is like giving her the big speech about how much she loves her. I was like, okay, I see where this movie is going. And then it kind of squanders all of that good, like, um, relationship building that it does between them by, like, in service of, of twists, which don't really land. And so that, like, in the end, you don't get, like, a payoff of what you built up. Like, it'd be one thing if she sacrificed herself to become the slave to the demon, like, to save her daughter or something like that. Then I feel like the work that we did early in the movie has some, like, reason for being. Where yeah. it's, it, they, it, they're so disconnected, the ending and the, like, all the stuff that leads up to it. And it's kind of a shame because I think there's a good movie in this movie. I just, it doesn't quite come together in the end. Like, I like the mythology and the monster. I like the idea that they go into the sort of, like, fairy tale world, like, magician style, you know, at the end. But, and I liked the the, the Baba Yaga, like, eating the little kid is, like, really mean and nasty. And I like that. And Yeah. But it just, like, it's, and it's, like, competently made. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't like break new ground but like it the movie looks good and the sets are good like the setting is good and the atmosphere is good and um, you know it's sort of a paint by numbers spooky doors opening kind of movie but it's it's competently done so yeah. i can't really fault it for that but i just think it just somewhere misses the mark and it's it, it's worse for having been pretty good otherwise so that like retrospectively you're like oh that was a missed opportunity but i didn't hate it by any means yeah, no, I didn't either. Um, I think my biggest issue with it was the inconsistency of the contingencies for the monster. Yeah. Because it's like, I get it the second time around that half of the spooky appearances were actually Mary trying to save them from yes. the Baba Yaga, but I didn't get that the first time. I thought they were all in one, right? Mm-hmm. So then it was like, okay, so first it's coming for them because they knocked, but now it's coming for them because of revenge? Yeah. You know, and then... But now it's coming for them because Tiro is trying to find someone to replace her. I felt like like the the reasons why the monster was coming changed and sort of and yeah. instead of like layering on the past reasons and being like, oh, it's this grand, it just sort of like was like just joking, not it's that. It's like this whatever now. the plot requires is her powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it just you know she wasn't. I mean, none of the motivations stayed consistent, so it got a little confusing. And like I said, the first time, I didn't even realize that Mary's ghost was a completely separate entity with a separate motivation. I thought it was all the same. And so I was confused for a while because it was like Baba Yagi's coming and then also telling you to run, you know? Like, I, you know, that was confusing, but I couldn't, I didn't realize they were different until the second time. And then also the weird coincidence of what was, uh, what was her name, Tira? What was Tira doing with with uh, with jess like did she didn't like Svengali it enough for it to make sense that she would be there you know what i mean it wasn't like like 
how did why i don't understand how that all came together you know what, what you i mean? mean like for instance she didn't know prior to like i thought maybe it was going to be a situation where tira was the daughter of ginger and then oh. like she so she was like that made sense for her to be in the orbit of jess the person who was just maybe a random choosing it seems that's but that doesn't but like except for the fact that chloe was someone that interacted with the last slave oh yeah so was it the baba yaga sending her there i guess that makes sense but then how did the baba yaga know that like she was going to be trying to reunite with her daughter it's just yeah. weird. It doesn't actually make sense. It, I unless, and that's why I think something got cut. Like the the Tira character is so underdeveloped. Like there's something. I feel like there's another cut of this movie out there that like explains why Ben is the way that he is. Explains why Tira is there and why they were chosen and why it all came first full circle for them. And and I kept expecting her daughter to have more tira's daughter to have more of a reason for being there you know because like tira's a slave to a, a witch that eats children and right. has a child herself right. who's also got like they're setting up an, a parallel mother-daughter dynamic to jess mm-hmm. and chloe so i kept expecting that to be like like she's doing it because the baba yaga won't take her daughter if she can get someone else's daughter or something you know but there wasn't it was just oh she also has a baby I feel like, yeah, I feel like there was a different movie and then they added the, like, they tested it and the ending was underwhelming and so they're like, let's add a twist. Let's make Tira the slave. And, but it doesn't, like, if you try to reverse engineer it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a shame. It's actually making less sense to me while discussing it with you than it did (laughs) before. That's why when I was like, we need to talk about Tira. Like, what is going, she doesn't make, she's a interesting character but then at the end when she's revealed i was like oh that must be ginger's daughter that this is a revenge kind of thing and then that doesn't go anywhere because that even that would be something that was like in keeping with these earlier things of the movie that just get dropped after like being very not very but like fairly well put together like you know like created and like they were compelling and i was invested and watching the the evolution of their relationship and like when when Katie like or when uh, Jess starts buying into what's happening with Chloe was interesting like I was like are we going into like a intruders fully a do thing like that would be interesting too but no it seems just so just random you know like even just in a little bit of a mess yeah they had all the pieces I think they just were missing you know some story pieces like they they found a piece from another puzzle and just like jammed it in there. yeah like, and it like skewed the rest of the puzzle they're like yeah but overall it looks right right yeah because i mean yeah i'm i'm and production why, value why a monster did Tira even kill the husband oh yeah for what for shits and gigs before her life like last her and she was like planning to kill him too like she was there waiting like she had the full like american like psycho american psycho outfit on which visually again very cool like her in that weird plastic suit with the blood splatters all over yeah looked pretty fucking cool and she like but... had showed up at his house with those two remember because she was un- unhooking all the stuff from the top of her car when she was talking yeah. to uh it was, like her mur- it was like her dexter murder kit yeah so she was fully there preparing like i mean my only kind of explanation is maybe she was there preparing to kill chloe no that doesn't make sense either because she needs jess to stay alive to be the slave she needs chloe to get sacrificed to baba yaga so she was definitely there to kill ben but why why though something got cut yo or even if she wasn't ginger's daughter but was still sent there 
But then why would Baba Yaga send? No, you're right. Because why would Baba Yaga send Ginger's daughter to revenge Mary to revenge avenge Ginger when Ginger killed herself to escape her? Baba Yaga doesn't care. She doesn't care. You know, she's not like you killed my slave. I right. want your. You know, like it needs to be Tira's motivation. Like my mother killed herself because yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't actually make any sense? Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. So shenanigans on don't knock twice. But good it job looks on good. the monster. The monster was real good. Yeah. I'm also calling, like, you know how I have a new trope I want to die. Like, you know, I hate the pencil dick thing. For yeah. this one, it's like ghosts using technology. No, they don't. Yeah, that's Unless true. it's specifically, like, um, the one where all the kids are on Skype and they're getting killed by a ghost. I do like that one. <laughs> Unfriended. Why do I like that movie so much? I don't know. I feel bad admitting that I like that movie, but this I is do. A space. I like it too. It's good. <laughs> I don't know why though, but I do. I like that one. But like when, like for what, what at one point it, the, the phone is used to haunt her and that's it. And then it's dropped. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't care for ghosts using technology. Like I feel like, yeah. I mean, I guess like, recent ghosts would know how to work the internet but like most ghosts are like victorians they don't know about no internet yeah yeah right yeah Ugh. all right well overall so feelings, ultimate... i feel like we're just kind of like eh. we're lukewarm on this one eh. like i don't regret watching it but i can't recommend it yeah i remember i watched it once and I had had a few glasses of wine and i was like it's fine i'll watch it again and then i'll really get to, you know pay yeah. attention and then I finished it and I was like, son of a bitch, now I have to watch it again. <laughs> Sorry. Dang it. All right. So now if you were to watch it a third time, oh. <laughs> what would you drink to watch this movie? We need your Scream Queen sommelier uh, pairing. Oh, God. A warm gin and tonic. <laughs> sitting out. <laughs> One from last night that you forgot. You need a little hair at the top. Yeah. It's like, because it's like the memory of better things but it's gone warm and it's not good <laughs> gross it's like you remember better versions of it but the one you have right now is not yeah that version but it but gets you the job done like you're drunk yeah. at the end of it anyway yeah it's still gin and tonic it's yeah. still you know it's so the ghost of a better time <laughs> yeah. awesome all right well guess what what we have feedback (laughs) (laughs) i know it's finally happened all right so we got some feedback uh we have a listener named emily who has taken to live tweeting her experiences watching the movies no which is super fun i couldn't remember your twitter handle i tried to like tag you and then i was like i don't want to tag the wrong aaron mars (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's just E.G. Mars. Okay, so that was you. I should have tagged you. Next time I will. I think in my description it says I'm a stream queen, too. I might have taken that out. I don't remember now. I am so rarely on Twitter. Same. But... Same. The only reason, like, I go on Twitter now is, like, I get, like, occasionally, like, I get, like, a notification and I'll look. But, like, I never tweet. Are you kidding me? No, I respond I mean, to tweets that, like, tag me, but that's, like, it. I actually, I do actually get on Twitter. I don't tweet. But I get on Twitter, and this is why, I mean, I have many qualities that make me a grandmother, so maybe I am a Baba Yaga, but <laughs> I get on Twitter because I follow, I follow the local police department. Oh my god! I love you so much! <laughs> it started, it started because of that fire that was super close oh, to my house, right, 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 and right, they were right. giving evacuation updates via Twitter, god, and it was the, the most 
it was the fastest update because they also had like a main page, you know, where they were updating, but it took longer. So I was on and, and because Twitter gives me notifications. So I was like through the night, if at three in the morning, the evacuation gets to my house, it'll ding and I'll wake up and I'll hear, you know, whatever. Yeah. So that's what started it. But then I was like, oh, my God. All the crime. How close <laughs> to my house is that? <laughs> or like if I hear something like sirens or something, I'll like get on it and be like, oh, what's happening? Where are you going? It's not near my house. It's not a, right. So I'll like I'll see sirens. I'll see cars, you know, police cars driving off somewhere and I'll just wait like an hour. And then I get on. I'm like, oh, someone robbed the Walmart. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have a police scanner. You seem like someone who would have a police scanner. I want one so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a true Baba Yaga. I'd never show up unless someone knocked on my door. And then I'd okay. go down there like haggard and like, what do you want? <laughs> Crime is happening. I'm missing it. Okay, so anyway, so our friend Emily has been live tweeting, and she actually, we were going back and forth, and she was like, I have a lot of thoughts, and I was like, well, let's hear them. So she actually sent us a breakdown of her feelings about a little movie called Truth or Dare. No, she really? has she has concerns. She has questions. She's uh she she has some issues with some plot holes, and she, she has a question alone. for you. Oh yeah, I know. See, that's one of those movies where it's like. I know it's not good, but I kind of enjoyed it anyway. I and still I think, can't get over it because Guillermo is in it from what we he did. Was, I didn't see him, but he was at DragCon this weekend. <gasps> really? Yes, we were looking for him because I wanted to see him in person. I love him because he's of, so funny. God, I love what we do in the shadows so much. And Maybe I love too. him especially. Uh, he is my favorite part. Like, Have I you... love many things about that show, but he's probably my favorite. He's my favorite Emily has sent in her thoughts. So this is a little stream of consciousness, but it ends with a question for you. For me? Okay. Yes. So for those of you who have not seen Truth or Dare, there are going to be some spoilers up in here. You, hopefully you've already seen it. If you haven't, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You can you can have it spoiled and still watch. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's yeah. what you think. <laughs> yeah. All right. So <clears throat> from Emily, I thought this Saw slash Final Destination mashup was at least entertaining and not as boring as I, fr- I was afraid it was going to be. I'd almost give it a so bad it's good, but it's not the kind of thing that I would force people to watch when they're drunk at my house, which is criteria for that. So, first of all, why was the rental service called ScaryRentals.com and not ScareBnB? <gasps> Damn. Solid. <laughs> Point Emily. <laughs> <laughs> who was this spooky baby? Who was this spooky baby haunting them? If uh, if they actually had the opportunity to leave the house, get mad at the police for not helping, uh, as if they could have done something, find Heather Langenkamp, go back to the house for some more, you'd think that they would be able to do some research. Sports Dude had some time to look at Sports Diamond magazine before his death, but not time to look up Demon Baby Hauntings? Well, the one girl did do one cursory Google search, so, you know. That's true. That she put true. five minutes into it. That's solid five. <laughs> I give it, a, like, a, a good five. Uh, oh, I guess she didn't even research the ghost, though. She was just trying to find the one survivor, and then they were like, that's all we need to know. That is a legit question, though. I kind of <laughs> do want to know why it was, like, a creepy baby that was haunting them. Yeah. Do you think that tied into the, like, fear that we never found out about the main girl? I, I mean... Probably there is, not. there are many unexplained. 
there are many unexplained parts of this movie so uh, okay let's see here i guess they visited donna boone who was apparently answers to her only answers to her full name but, <laughs> but it didn't uh, really reveal much Sports dude's death just goes to show you how you and your friends have to have a number of heist schemes worked out, just as you would for a home invasion or a zombie apocalypse. I'm not sure why his game plan was to walk into the gas station without leaving without leaving his girlfriend in the driver's seat and then basically yell, just give me a dollar at the cashier. Well, like, and the girl, the girlfriend, he was like, stay in the car. She got out of the car. That's what distracted him. Like, you got to take the right team members, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, You're pulling something off. If you know that she can't follow simple instructions, she's That's not the one. That's true. She's not, not the, the one. one. <laughs> you leave her at home. Yeah. Like, he could have taken a pack of gum, gum, waved the gun around, and just yelled, I'm taking this gum. Don't try to stop me. Seriously. So it would technically be a robbery and not shoplifting. True. I true. love that that Emily is going full in on the technicalities. Yeah. No technicality too small. I appreciate that. That is close to my heart. Yeah, that's the kind of that's the kind of discussion I appreciate. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so now she's we've gone on to they've returned to the house. How did Tyler know to bring all the soda to the house to counter the poison? <laughs> <laughs> Cuz he he previously successfully robbed a quickie mart. Yeah. And- <laughs> so like he she points out they brought soda but they didn't think to bring a first aid kit and maybe Solid. some leftover painkillers and from the drug addict. And that's the dude who was the medical student who previously had a first aid kit. Remember when he stuck his hand on yeah. the stove and he was like, go get my first aid kit. And then second time after they know what's happening, he's like, oh, I can leave that at home. It'll he's probably like, be okay. <laughs> it's probably not going to come up. We'll be fine. Just we'll grab fine. the Coke Zero, but leave the... <laughs> the I don't need the Band-Aids. <laughs> Now you did. Okay. <laughs> um, during the Russian roulette scene, am I crazy or did it not actually say you have to shoot yourself in the head? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's... that might be implicit in the it fact is, that it yeah. was called Russian roulette. Nobody plays like Russian roulette with their hand, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, I kind of like the Thelma and Louise ending, but it was really abrupt. I felt like this would have been so much more suspenseful if they just stayed in the freaking house the whole movie same same like the minute that i mean you and i both discussed this the minute they left the house we were both like what the fuck like i mean i get that they're trying to like subvert expectations and like good job but like if it actually undercuts like every ounce of tension yeah and i get it it came out for them anyway even though they weren't in the house scary Mm -hmm. i get that but for some reason like the The pacing was weird yeah 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 Mm -hmm. and it was so early in the movie when they left that i was like I don't know. It threw me and it made me, you know, it's not really like this movie suspended my, my disbelief anyway, but like, you know, true that it definitely was a moment where I came back to myself and was like, did I skip forward somehow? (laughs) Like, did I just micro nap? Like, did I fall asleep? Did the alien snatch me for like two minutes? Was there some foot violence that I, my brain (laughs) just blocked out? Was there a whole foot thing that now I'm just, I also don't know why I'm stuck on this idea of aliens snatching me for just like minutes at a time and then putting me back in like, maybe your subconscious is trying to like push the idea to the surface so that you can start. Cause you know, aliens were in the New York times again this week. Were they? Yeah, girl, they're fucking here. Okay, so here we go. Back to the letter. Also, boo-hoo. If the person isn't dead, what's the big deal about eating charred, flavorless human skin? Okay, maybe I've gone too far. (laughs) I actually should be working now. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) And then she closes with a P.S. I'm especially interested in, uh, in how Mars would have robbed the gas station. 
All right, Mars, let's hear your master plan. I mean, I think I would have... I mean, okay, so I don't fully remember what the command was. It was just rob a gas station, right? Yeah, yeah. And it had a gun. Yeah. I feel like I would have just done the, the secret shoplifting thing, like she said. Like, I feel but like it, it would have been, be like... a robbery, not shoplifting. Oh, uh, so dang it, it's like... That's why, that's why she was given a gun. Because I think I would have... I mean, if it didn't specify cash, you it know, I, I feel like, yeah, you just, you go up there, you hold the gun, you grab something small, and then you back out, and you're like, I'm robbing you. Because, I mean, why overcomplicate the situation yeah. by, you know? And I would not have brought the girl. Like, no. Unless she was your getaway driver, then you'd be unless, like, you're the getaway right. driver. Like, you unless have put that her, conversation. Yeah, like, you sit here, your job is to drive away as soon as I'm back in the car with, you know, because he had a broken knee or whatever so it's like oh right he shouldn't have been driving anyway really yeah i mean i have no i i feel like i should have i was should have brought to the table a much more exciting answer but i don't have one i just like simplicity the takeaway is is actually his his thing was like the easiest to pull off like he he like how do you fuck that up like you do whatever he did but right right like why overcomplicate something simplicity like i would walk in and be like i don't want to do this i have a gun like someone is going to kill me if i don't steal a dollar from you right like i would i would walk in the door explaining like i'm not going to hurt you i do not want to steal from you but i need to have one dollar and i will go but they're going to kill me if i don't do this yes right yes i am under duress i'm doing this against my will right please help me yeah Yep. That's, that's, I would go in like full disclosure. I mean, I would leave out the, like, you know, baby demon, but like, cause, right, cause right, then you right. kind of undercut your credibility in a way that's not super. Like 98% disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So that was a great letter from Emily. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was really cool. So much for writing in. We love hearing from, from you and from the listeners. It like, it makes us feel slightly less like we're shouting into the void. Um, and it's always yeah. fun to see, like, what people, like, grab onto. You know what I mean? Like, I know the parts when I'm editing it, I'm laughing to myself. It's always fun to see, like, when people are listening, like, what they're, what they, what it resonates for them. It's always interesting. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you know, you and I probably think that we're way more entertaining than <laughs> other people <laughs> might, you know. Almost, like, fuck them. It's uh, like all those people <laughs> who are like, oh, my God, we should totally have our own reality show. And it's like, a lot of you shouldn't. You're like, no, no, sorry, no. But you know what? It's free. Nobody's making you listen. (laughs) (laughs) We do this for us, and if other people enjoy it, then that's great. There's no baby demon that's like, you have one day to watch or listen to all of the Stream Queens podcasts. Oh, man, that'd be super messed up. (laughs) Although, who knows, maybe we get some, like, Stockholm Syndrome fans. You know what I mean? Like, if they had to listen to it all back to back to back, by the end, they would just be, like, diehard stands. Awesome. So yes, if if like Emily, you want to let us know what you think of the movies we're watching, or if you want to know what what would Mars do, we could have a whole corner of the show called "What Would Mars Do." <laughs> I would make a theme song and everything if you guys want oh to send in gosh. questions for like how would Mars handle the situation. I always think about the time that that um, Chris asked you if like you would eat a puffin, and you were like, "Well, they look well marbled." <laughs> like, that is not the answer I was expecting. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes. So, like, I, I, I highly encourage people to ask what Mars would do, because I feel like you might be surprised she will In catch you In my defense, a puffin would be well marbled. I'm not saying you're incorrect. <laughs> I'm saying that I was I was not expecting that answer. <laughs> 
Awesome. So yeah, if you want to send us uh, feedback, you can email us at rachel at zombiegirls.com or you can hit us up on Facebook because we're all kind of lurking around on the Facebook page and we'd love to hear from you. Um, also, if you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars. Okay, thanks. All right. So that just leaves our plan for the next episode. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Uh, I don't think I have anything. Okay. It was another solid monster, though. I just really want to reiterate. Because, yeah. I mean, I know we, we like to have our, our hall of solid monsters. Yeah. And it's like this one's up there with Bastard Son of Loki. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? I mean, that that's that's a high mark. But I know what you yeah. mean. Like, there is, like, like if we were to have our, like, we, it would go in the pantheon. Like, if we were building our own Cabin in the Woods style like monster yeah. repository. It would get its own cell. Baba Yaga. Cube. Baba Yaga makes the cut. Yep. 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 Okay, cool. So that just leaves what we're gonna watch next time. And it's a me pick. And normally I cheat and pick things that I've seen and I just want to talk about it. But like I kind of I had fun this time just sort of going in totally blind. So uh I picked one I have not seen. It could be absolute garbage. But, like, I think half of the fun is sort of the Russian roulette aspect of this. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Mercy Black? No. Okay. It's a Bloomhouse joint, which can... Okay. It doesn't guarantee quality, but, like, no. sometimes they surprise you with these sort of little indie things. It's on Netflix. So I think we're going to give that one a shot because neither of us have seen it. We'll see if it's any good. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you playing along at home for episode 28, watch Mercy Black. Ooh, I'm excited. I don't even think I've seen that one on Netflix. So I don't even have an idea of what they're... it's fairly the... new. Okay, 15 years after a traumatic crime, a woman is released from a psychiatric... Released from psychiatric care and tries to drive out an evil spirit that continues to haunt her! Okay. It has name Garofalo in it. Really? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. yeah, I'm... I'm Yeah, I'm down. Okay, so that's, that's what we're gonna do. Awesome! So in that case, Mark. I think that's our third in a row, right? Because we you hadn't seen a wait further instructions. Nope. Then you hadn't seen our Baba Yaga movie. Nope. And then you haven't seen Mercy Black. Wow, we're on a streak. I'm kind of into it. Yeah. I'll, we'll see how it goes. Like if we get a bunch of like duds in a row, I might start cheating again. <laughs> but <laughs> but I feel I feel uh, invigorated. I feel I feel confident. I feel like taking risk and going for Mercy Black. And I apologize in advance if it is a gigantic dumpster fire <laughs> i mean the bar's already been set by indigenous of which I, t- I take the title of picking right. the biggest dead so far so i mean i still have come fun. at me bro that episode was fun to record less fun to watch the movie but fun to record and like it all works out in the wash right? <laughs> even the bad movies are still fun shows so yeah yeah there's really you can't go wrong all right mars you want to take us out thanks for listening thanks for coming back and uh watch mercy black and we'll You'll hear from us in two weeks about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. It's just like somehow that like hot, thick consistency. I don't. It's not. (laughs) Not for me. Don't say shit to me like when I've been drinking, okay? Like <laughs> you can't oh. set me up for jokes like that, okay? Well, like just because you like it hot and thick, Rachel. <laughs> I do. I like mine thin and thin, salty. Thin and watery. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Mm-hmm.